0: Hey everyone, this is Rayson here and I'm your host for The Regacy Show and today it's episode 46 baby! Woohoo! Alright, okay so today it's my honor and pleasure to have the one and only, the most enigmatic charisma in the whole pro wrestling scene in Singapore plus plus also at the same time you know he is the co-founder of this promotion called Grapple Max So, let's welcome Greg Ho! Hi
1: everyone. Hi. Alright, okay, so... Oh, we have viewers, really.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, We have uh, someone from Myanmar, Indonesia, watching. Hi guys. Alright, so, yeah. Hi, Susan. Hi, Hi, Win. Hi, Susan. Yes, uh, so, today it's a very interesting one because we are not going to talk so much about wrestling, even though he's a pro wrestler, but we are going to talk a lot about his entrepreneurial journey as a co-founder of Grapple Max, and also at the same time, you get to learn how you can grapple your life and make it into a more glorious one, okay? So with that, without further ado, let's welcome Greg into the show. And do you mind if you help me tell the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, this is the easy part. So um, <laughs> hi, my name is Greg. Uh, some people in the industry know me as Greg Glorious, but most of my friends just call me Greg. Okay. Uh, in short, I am a former corporate semi-civil servant, turned pro wrestler, turned uh-huh. co-founder of a wrestling school. So oh. that's like the nutshell version of what I do.
0: Okay. Wow. I, I heard <laughs> you used to have MBA, right? And then after yes. That, you so left I the I was I was in the
1: corporate world doing uh, business development and, and marketing. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was in I was in Changye Airport for five years of my life. Five yeah. years of my life. <laughs> So, Changi Airport. Yeah, okay. so people wow. who people who might be on their way to uh, to Jewel Changi Airport. Well, <laughs> I think this week is all the rage, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so right. that, that was pretty much my my life and my my eight hours a day of work uh-huh. for probably about three or four years when I was okay. in CAG. All right. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, so I I did my MBA. I went to uh, Changi Airport to work for five years. Uh-huh. And after that, I was thinking to myself, okay, like. There's a good legacy here at Changi Airport. I yep. Yeah. So back this is you're starting, really, right? So this legacy is starting already, right? early plug for you, right? so yes. I think it's a good legacy to build at Changi Airport but uh-huh. what I thought for myself was yep. that it's a legacy but it's not my legacy, mm-hmm. it's not something which because it's such a big company in Changi Correct. Airport, it's a fantastic yeah. company but it's a place where because it's such a national icon, Correct. there's no room to fail, you, you can't mm-hmm. afford to make mistakes and fail Yes. and I really wanted to, not to sound masochistic but to to, to experience the, the thrill of being in a place where you could possibly fail. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I said, you know what, screw this, I'm going to leave the corporate world, yep. I'm going to go and pursue something, and I'm a huge wrestling fan, I'm going to go and pursue wrestling. Wow, okay. So that's how it all started in 20, 2015. 2015? Yes. Wow, okay. 2016, so, yes.
0: So, when you were a kid, right, was this something that you wanted to be? Like-
1: um, I think it's always been there. I've, I've, been, uh-huh. I've been watching wrestling since I was probably five years wow. old, thanks okay. to my dad. Okay. So are you a wrestling fan?
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I love wrestling. Like, I watch when Macho Man, ah, Psycho okay. Sid, yes. Undertaker, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, and even yeah. The Ultimate Warrior
1: was ha. there. So the you're around the same age, like yeah, yeah, shake yeah. the right, ropes right. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> 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 yeah, Do you have wrestling fans in your audience too?
0: Yeah, some of them. Yeah, Yeah. Right, some okay. of them. Yeah, so any wrestling
1: fans out there, please say hi.
0: Yep. any no, wrestling buy. fans, please say hi and also at the same time, you can comment who's your favorite wrestler as well and wow i mean like uh doing something that you really love is something that um, a lot of people would want to and then they realize that they can't earn money from there so they (laughs) realize that you know they have to quit and just Mm. do it for fun right so for you right Mm. how's the journey like for you to you know i would say to become a Pro wrestler come mm. entrepreneur because right. like you know mm. going from corporate Iramus. and mm-hmm. then you have nothing nothing like a high uh, remus so you have nothing that you know about yeah. uh, in the corporate yeah. that you can bring it over to mm. the business right mm. so were there any obstacles along that way yeah, as well
1: so so I, I think first I think your audience who might be new to wrestling has to sort of understand like what mm-hmm. what the what the so called industry here is like. Yeah. Right. So okay. I think wrestling is, is super nice. it's super new in, in Southeast Asia. Yes. Right. So it's correct. very well developed in the US, in Japan, in the UK, yeah. and a few other territories. But in Southeast Asia it's it's a very, very fresh market to go into. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're talking about specifically going into pro wrestling as as a performing pro wrestler, as yep. a career, that path is super hard. Primarily correct. because that path hasn't been set up yet.
0: Yeah, in there, there there isn't such a
1: funnel for you to go down to yeah. generate sufficient, you know. So th- it's sort of like back when, like if you go back twenty years, people yes. who were in, you know, st- aspiring stuntmen, aspiring mm-hmm. dancers, aspiring artists in Singapore, mm-hmm. it's sort of where we are now with the the industry of pro wrestling.
0: Yeah, it's it's just like pole dancing, right? Yes, yeah. Yes. I remember my the, other favorite we, topic. Had, yes we had yes. the conversation the other time, and pole dancing was like. Uh, Nothing much until slowly it developed into something that was very popular. Yeah, and yeah. to this day and age, a lot of people have been watching as well and have been entertained by this yeah. uh, group of uh, personalities. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, so for for that case, I mean, like the obstacles that you, you have to go through. Mm-hmm. It, it must be very tedious, right? Yeah,
1: it's a long story. So I think if you go back to when I, to when I started, yeah. just sort of dabbling in wrestling as a, as a hobby, that was mm-hmm. in 20, 2013, 2014. Okay. So at the point in time, I was doing it as a hobby, like a little bit for, for, for just to sort of see what the feel is like as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. But again, because when it got to doing this in Singapore for about two years, yeah. I felt that, okay, there is, there is a ceiling in Singapore mm-hmm. right now, right? There isn't really a pathway for people who want to take this seriously. Correct. Right. to then pursue this and find a way to take this overseas. Take yeah. this bigger in Singapore, take this bigger in Malaysia yeah. and elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whatever was established at that point in time, was also it wasn't really set up for growth in that particular angle. Mm-hmm. So what I felt was, okay, I think there is a gap here in Singapore. There yes. is a gap in terms of people who want to experience it, mm-hmm. not necessarily become restless in the long run, yeah. but experience it, first of all, as a lifestyle. Okay. So then I went to the idea of okay maybe I should go and get professional training first. Okay. Right. And you can't get it in Singapore. Oh. At that point in time. So so I went overseas. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, long story. So this story takes me to, to two countries. Vietnam first. Vietnam? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So, okay. So what happened was I quit my job. Right? So right. I, qu- I quit Changi Airport, right? Yeah. And then what happened next was I had discovered then that uh, a very famous uh, Japanese wrestler, a recently retired wrestler by the name of Dick Togo Oh, Dick Togo, yes, yes, you know yes, yes. Him? Yeah. Oh yeah, of yes. course, he, he was used to be in
0: WWF for a while Yes, yes, yeah. yes, for, for interesting reasons And he was in
1: WCW as well? Uh, I think so, mostly WWE, yeah. but WWF at that point in time Okay So what happened was, I had discovered through luck and laws of attraction magic stuff, right that Okay he had just opened a school in Vietnam Okay So he had retired uh-huh. And he said, you know what? I'm going to move to Vietnam and try and start a new culture of wrestling here oh. in and not, not, in, not in Hanoi, not in Ho Chi Minh, but in Da Nang, oh. big side town, like central.
0: That, that is very, very... Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: So at that point in time, it was, okay. it was exciting because a lot of money was flowing in, still freshly developing, but it wasn't anywhere near mm-hmm. the proliferation of what you were seeing in Hanoi and, and yeah. Ho Chi Minh in terms of lifestyle sports and, and things like spinning, things like yoga. Mm-hmm. So to choose Da Nang was quite interesting. Okay. So basically, I, it was the usual way. I went online and I found him online on Facebook. Oh. And I just okay. went basically, hi, um, sorry, you, you don't know me at all. I definitely know you. Mm-hmm. Would you be okay if I came over and trained with you wrestling for a day? Okay. Uh-huh. And he went, oh, okay, I don't know who you are, but you wanna come over and I'm gonna kick your ass? Sure, come over and do it. <laughs> okay. So that's how I started, so I, so, I, so, I, you know, so I already quit my job, packed my bags, went yep. to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Right? At that point in time, I spoke. I spoke no Japanese at all. Oh. Just Ohio Gozaimasu. Probably was the best I could do. Okay, so, so, so he, he does speak English, right? He speaks pretty decent English, like okay. definitely well enough for us to, to, to get through the training. Okay. So I went to Vietnam, basically trained there for several several weeks or close to a month. Oh. And when okay. I was there, it was just me and this Japanese kid who he had just brought over from, from yeah. Japan. Okay. So I got there and it was just non stop. Imagine like a karate kid wax on, wax off. Yep. That's what it was like there. <laughs> so it was okay. six days a week. Uh, every day you wake up at nine, uh-huh. you gym from ten to two. Whoa. Then you have a heavy lunch. Then you go to sleep. Sumo style. Then you <laughs> wake up. Wake up at five. Okay. Right. You train from six to nine, uh-huh. six to ten. Then you go to sleep. Then okay. you repeat. You repeat that six days a week for close to a month. Yeah. And that was so crazy because it's just me, this super Japanese veteran, uh-huh. and I Dalton. Japanese, oh. this this uh, okay. this this uh, Japanese veteran yep. and his other Japanese student. So oh. you can imagine, right? Like a typical wrestling class usually has maybe about <laughs> ten, twelve people, right? Yeah. So you, so you do your routine. Okay, catch your breath. Catch your breath. Okay, do your routine. Catch your breath. And but because it's just me and the kid, right? Correct. So do the routine. Who's next? Oh, it's you again. Yeah. Go up. Do the routine. Uh-huh. Okay, finish. Who's next? Oh,
0: you hey, again. you again. <laughs> Go up there. So again, okay, again,
1: yeah. again, again. Yeah. You know. And so I think just just to cut it short. So in in that. Three, four weeks when I was there in Vietnam, uh-huh. the one thing I discovered was that I learned so much in this four weeks of like structured, structured training under like okay. a proper professional veteran. So much more that I had learned in like two years of training in Singapore. Okay, alright. So that's where it sparked to me, okay, hang on, like maybe there is a chance, you know, if I can uh-huh. learn so much at the age of I was really like 31 at that point in time. Oh, thirty one. Yeah, at that point in time, wow. so if if I you can don't learn so don't much, that age. I try my best. <laughs> right. Wrestling keeps you young. All right, so wrestling <laughs> keeps you young. That's my secret. Okay, so so if I could learn so much, right? Yeah. Imagine if there was a way to to take this structure, take this style of training, mm-hmm.
0: right?
1: Almost like a real, like an actual martial. art Take it yeah. back to Singapore, and find a way to introduce new audiences uh-huh. to to that. Okay. So that's where the whole idea sparked. Yeah, correct.
0: That, yeah. that, that and that at that at that
1: point of time, right? You are not.
0: Having any income as well?
1: Uh, yes, so I had all my savings from Changi, and then <laughs> took my took my bags, took what savings I had, and went. You know what? Fuck this! I'm, I'm gonna go to. I, can I curse on this? Is alright? Ah, uh, it's okay. Okay, it's so, okay, so no I said worries. fuck this, I'm, I'm gonna go to gonna Vietnam, see where see where my pro wrestling, uh, interest takes me. Uh huh. And it took me pretty far for, for, oh. for a month of work. Okay. Wow, that's that's pretty much like uh, mm-hmm. you
0: know like eight months <laughs> months of months of work and. Yeah. And also at the same time, like, you know, you are not earning any money, mm-hmm. you're training, and yeah. then also at the same time... Mm. And, oh, you're,
1: and you're, you're paying for training,
0: and you're paying yeah, for you're training. Paying for, yeah, you're paying as well. Your, your family were there, uh, weren't there with no, you, were, but... No, they weren't there, just myself. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. your, your parents would be thinking, hey, what the heck is wrong with my kid? Yeah, no. we
1: had a very long, serious discussion. Wow. It was okay. a very one-sided discussion. Okay. But I mean that was that, you know. So you you fast forward a bit. So then I came yeah. back from came back from Vietnam with this with, with my with my eyes open to what uh-huh. this style of wrestling is like, right? Okay. And because from, from that point in time on, I became pretty good friends with uh, with Dick Togo. Oh, Yeah. Nice. So to okay. fast forward then you uh-huh. know he, he came to Singapore, I went to Japan, he came to uh-huh. Singapore, we had a lot of meetings back and forth. Okay. And eventually he realized that okay, I had this aspiration to yeah. Try and replicate this, or in fact, do right. something even bigger, right uh-huh. here in Singapore. Yeah. So you fast forward, you know, I, I found mm-hmm. I found another co-founder mm-hmm. here in Singapore by the oh. name of Dennis. Dennis, Dennis. who? Okay. Yeah. I think you may have met him in. Uh, uh
0: yeah. The MBS. lady, lady killer. The lady killer. Yes. Oh, yes. he's Much okay. more sexy than
1: me. <laughs> right. So yeah. then, so okay. I found him, and then we got Dick Togo as our head advisor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because okay. the thing is, we we realized is what we need to start a yeah. school in Singapore, mm-hmm. right? Just like any other educational sports institution, is to, is to encourage, is to generate customer trust.
0: Yes, And correct. you can't
1: do that if you haven't got any kind of credibility, yep. any kind of syllabus, any kind of program, mm-hmm. right? how, how, are, how are kids going to trust you, how are parents going to trust you correct. with their kids, yep. how are professionals going to trust you. Yes. So we basically sat down for probably about close to a year, mm-hmm. took all mm-hmm. our savings together, mm-hmm. uh, had several meetings with uh, Togo, yep. and then we designed the whole syllabus from scratch. Wow. So everything wrestling is so new in Singapore. So there's yes, no yes. syllabus, there is no grading, there is no there is no regulation. Mm-hmm. And even now there's no regulation, right? But you yep. gotta start somewhere. Correct. So we said let's do this, let's make a syllabus and let's get that not just looked mm-hmm. at but endorsed by Japan. Okay. So we had that. So we, had, we, had, we had the endorsed syllabus from one of the top wrestlers in Japan. Yes. Uh, and then we basically opened in November twenty sixteen. Okay. So that's sort of wow. like the the grapple max genesis of yeah. how we got here today. Wow. Okay.
0: Then, what? Well, going through this, I mean, like going through this, uh, I would say, obstacles and all. Um, do Do you have any failures, like favorite failure of yours?
1: Um. Yeah. So I I think
0: and has it like. Brought you from where you were to where you are now in terms of success? Yeah, you get so many
1: failures, man. So okay. I, th- I think the important thing to note is, first uh-huh. of all, you gotta bear in mind that, um, so Grapple Max is not your traditional wrestling company. Okay. So traditionally wrestling is very focused on on ticket sales, merchandise, yeah, and correct. sort of making people into stars. Yes. You know, pe- people into like the next, the next Steve Austin, the next Ultimate Warrior, the next right. Rock. Uh, for us, it's very different. Mm-hmm. For us, the idea is we want to expand the audience both okay. people who are watching it uh-huh. and people who want to participate in pro wrestling. Okay. Right. So this means you have to change how it's how it's seen. Right. People yeah. think of wrestling as what?
0: Like uh, violent. Violent. Right. Or, or, or even like some even like Dalton is actually asking, is, is it real, real, right, Dalton? Yeah. It's
1: absolutely real. It's all
0: real. <laughs> it's all real. All right. Mm-hmm. Especially when you hear the chops, it's oh, really yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My my friend, uh, my friend. Uh, well, Showtime. You're
1: offline, yeah, you're, you're out of focus. Oh
0: yeah. Okay, my friend, uh, Showtime. Mm. You know, he told me how painful it is when uh, somebody did a suplex on him, <laughs> or or even a chop on his chest. So it's really, really real. Okay, it's it's not it, even though it's choreographed, right? But it's still real in terms of the action. Yeah. So it it I would say like you know, it's. It's fun to watch, entertaining, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's dangerous. So please don't try these at home. Okay, but if you want to try, it's, it's, please okay, come to so Grab. I, I think before we,
1: before we scare our, our, our <laughs> customers away, I think it's, it's, it's dangerous if you're not trained to do it. Correct. Correct. And this is where again our syllabus comes in, right? So the thing uh-huh. is, like, you can't just train people by saying, "Hey, I saw this on TV. Right? Yeah, I think I know how this is done. I saw some videos online. Mm-hmm. So let me teach you." Like, yeah, you can't really do that. Right? Correct. So. We design a syllabus where we can progressively monitor everyone's progress. So True. we know this guy is a great one, this yep. guy is a great two, yep. this guy is a great three. And at every level you unlock new moves, like if, you, if, you're, if your viewers like play games, right, yep. you unlock new moves, you unlock new abilities, you unlock new things you can do okay. within the school. All right. Yeah. Okay. So for us, I think if, if this is not clear by now, we're very heavily reliant on membership numbers. Membership. Okay. So it's very different from a wrestling company. Again, we're a ticket sales it. Correct. Ticket sales and merchandise and superstars. For us, we don't yeah. care, right? We don't care about what's your, if you are a wrestler. We don't care what your marketability is. We don't okay. care how many tickets you move. Okay. Right. If you move hundred, that's a nice bonus, right? Yeah But correct. again, in Singapore, how many superstars are there in Singapore? Right? Uh, not well, just in wrestling. Right.
0: And then uh, Lady <laughs> Killer sure, is. Thanks. Okay. D- later, later buy a copy, right?
1: <laughs> but again, how, how many how many real superstars are there like? Just just in showbiz alone. Mm-hmm. Forget Wrestling, even in Showbiz mm-hmm. in Singapore. Not many. Not many. Right, no offense to the media corp guys, right? But how many are true blue superstars? Very few. Very few. Right? And and yeah. the industry is so mature. Mm-hmm. So we are so much more, so much more, so much more young, uh, so much younger, so much more nascent than that industry. Yep. Right? So you can't rely on superstars, not yet. Okay. Right? So for us the focus has always been generate revenue from members. Mm-hmm. Get people in, get the volume in. Uh-huh. Get people in to experience it as a lifestyle. Yeah, Lifestyle first, then if you love the lifestyle, if you love the trading regimen, then take the next step. You know, sure. Maybe try and do one match. Mm-hmm. You love the one match, you enjoy the rush, maybe try a second match. Mm-hmm. Maybe try a second grade, move okay. up to the next level. Uh-huh. Try your next match. Yes. Right? Next step, maybe try overseas. Because mm-hmm. we have overseas partners as well. So try yeah. overseas. Right. Mm-hmm. Next step, maybe go to Japan. And we've done that too.
0: Yeah, uh, I saw you you guys were with Michinoku. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, yes. Michinoku wrestling is uh, is also like something like NJPW but it's a smaller tier. As mm. compared to NJBW. So, nice. yeah, and it's also owned mm. by Taka Michinoku.
1: Uh, it's actually not. But oh,
0: no. <laughs> everyone, oh, everyone, has, everyone makes a mistake, but it's <laughs> oh, okay. No my way. bad. Let <laughs> I'll clarify for you. But Michinoku
1: <laughs> okay. is a company who I've been working with for a very long time. Oh, okay. So, in fact, we, we were the first company from Singapore to even run a wrestling show in Japan. Oh. So, we took eight of our guys and we produced a whole show in Japan for an entirely Japanese audience. Oh, nice. So, that was one of our biggest achievements um, okay. to date, mm-hmm. which I guess brings it very nicely to. Your question about failures, I think. Yep. (laughs) So I think I think you know you have all your successes like you know first Singaporean company to do. Correct. uh, Japan, you know, we've done back to back Singapore Night Fairs, for example. Yes. We've done uh, the world's first uh, poetry wrestling collaboration.
0: Yeah, I was shocked when I saw that. I was like, what?
1: Yeah, it's too much (laughs) stuff. With wrestling I was yes. like oh my god there's a sequel <laughs> coming so look out
0: for that also Sing Lit shout out to Sing yeah shout out to Sing Lit I'm well. a Donald
1: Lucky so yeah so, um, yeah, yeah. so failures wise I think again bearing in mind that we're so reliant on on membership. memberships, yeah. Right. So we did come to a point last year. So now we're roughly at about forty plus paying members, okay. which I think for two years of work in a niche industry is not a bad place the, to be at. Correct. But there was a point I think probably about late last year, September, October ish last year. September, October last year. Okay. So at that point in time, we were very heavily pushing like both ends. We were pushing membership. We were pushing shows. Okay. So before we came along, right? It was unheard of to have wrestling shows more than once every three months. Unheard of. Okay So we came along and we said, you know what? Screw that, we're gonna do once a month Once a month? Once a month, right? Wow. A full okay. wrestling show, sell uh-huh. 110 tickets if we can Yep right? As many local wrestlers as we possibly can do Okay So we got to mid 2018, right? And yep. we, we had just moved to a new location We had done July, Night Fairs in August uh-huh. Uh huh September private event Yeah. Sorry, September show Big show, a ring show in fact. Yeah. October private event. Yeah. So we did four back-to-back, like uh-huh. super high profile shows. Yeah. And then we realized that our membership began dropping. Okay. The attendance began dropping. Oh okay. So usually our classes would be on average maybe about 12 mm. per class. It went from 12 down to 2. 2? Yeah. It's just
0: like you and the super no, no, Japanese no, no, guy. Two. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's something <laughs> something like this. That. In right, Vietnam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it went down to two, right? Uh-huh. And we were and we were doing the projections and we said, you know what? I think we're in trouble. Like okay. we, we just came off like we just came off like four massive shows. Yeah. We're, go- we're supposed to be going to Japan three months from now. Yeah. But like we're only getting like one-sixth of what we usually get. One sixth of okay. our revenue. Okay. That's what we're getting, right? All right? And so we're doing forecasting, you know, if we keep if we keep running at these numbers for the next five, six months, but uh-huh. right, we're looking at uh California fitness situation. Right? What we oh, yes. to, you know? yeah. And nobody wants that situation. Correct, correct, correct. right. Right? So, so we went back to the drawing board, right? So mm-hmm. we went through all our members. Right? We went through the entire CRM. We asked them one by one. Right? We did one by one, we did focus groups, we did like small surveys. Mm-hmm. We asked them very plainly, why do you come here? Mm-hmm. Why do you come here? Yep. Why aren't you coming back? Yes. Right. And the one common thread we found, we said, no, no, we really want to come back. We love it here, we love the culture here. Uh But we are fucking tired. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You know, but everybody's burnt out because we were running so many events, right? Yeah. To a level that's never been done before. So everybody was like was was trying to help the school in terms of being crew, being performers, being, you know, uh, you know, helping with wardrobe, helping with backstage to the point where everybody was so burnt out. Yeah. And that was the problem. Right? So the thing is, can you imagine you finish a show, right? You bring the mats from here. You, you do the show in, in night festival. Yep. Right? Two days straight of non-stop production. Bring it back, next day training.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Th- two th- weeks th- later, th- back th- it up, you're off to your next private event. Right. Bring it back, training again. Yeah.
0: You know? th- that's, that's gonna be very tired, man. Yeah. I mean like, wow. So
1: that was the point where we said, you know what, I think we're in trouble. Right? If we yeah. don't make a major change now, mm-hmm. we're gonna see we're gonna see space go down. Correct. Right? All this work for the last two years, right, down the drain. Yes. Right, because we killed all our guys yeah. Yeah. So based on that, we went back to the drawing board And mm-hmm. we changed, we overhauled everything Okay. We changed how we ran the classes mm-hmm. We changed how we ran the time slots yep. We began to diversify the classes mm-hmm. So where previously it was broad buckets Basic class, advanced class We yeah. split that into more focused classes
0: mm-hmm.
1: Storytelling class, technique class, cardio class we even made our own wrestling fitness class. Oh. So purely meant to be just work on your cardio, yep. no partner required, just you and your mat and yourself. Uh-huh. Almost like a wrestling Zumba class. Wrestling Zumba? Almost, like the concept oh, is okay. you know, get eight that's, people that's on the mat, everyone doing, you know, stuff like that. Okay. So that was, that was what we tried to do. Yep. And then we began to realize that the other thing was too many events, mm-hmm. right? But how do we address too many events? Yes. Because the thing is, the events are part of the experience, Correct. right? You can't say that you're trained to be, pro wrestling, uh, yep. to be a pro wrestler, but you're not prepared to maybe try and perform either, yep. right? right yeah. So if you're not prepared for that, right? Yep. The thing is, so people want to perform, we do the shows, but we do too many shows, they get tired. So yes. how do we solve this Catch-22? Mm-hmm. So we say, you know what, let's, let's make a slight change. Let's not do one show per month, mm-hmm. because that's killing everybody, Correct. Right? But let's not scrap the performance part. Yes. So let's begin to do monthly member parties. Monthly member yes. parties. So everyone comes down, the entire member base comes down, and we do a show, mm-hmm. but only for the members. Oh, interesting. So okay. you're only performing for like 20 people, 25 okay. people, right, the entire the member base. And when you do that, right, you still get the rush of performing. Yeah. You still get the experience of performing. Correct. But without all that stress of like, okay, this is a big ticketed event. There's a hundred people watching me and they're mm. all paying. You know. So we found that was the best of both worlds. Yeah, correct. And once we switched to that, mm-hmm. right, everything went back again. Membership went back up again. Okay. Our revenue went up again. Nice. And so I think that was where we got very, very, very close to death. Wow. And then came right back. Okay.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. So for those who are watching, it doesn't mean that you need to face failures like both of us had gone through before. Uh, but of course, you got to, if possible, you got to learn from both of us, or from his story as well, how he actually went through deep shit and then he almost, you know, deeper shit. Yeah, he almost gave up on that. And then now he is running shows and he recently got featured on uh, MBS as well yes. for Grapple Max and so many other events that's coming out right now and in the near future as well. So yeah, so, yeah. So so I would say that, you know, it's it's never easy, but well, as long as you don't give up, as long as you move on beyond the obstacles then a lot of amazing miracles will come along your way which i truly believe that that is what is happening for drag that's happening for a lot of other people out there as well so i just want to just want to ask you so after going through all this right were there any one in particular that has influenced you a lot in in your life or throughout this journey as well Mm.
1: So normally people would say like favorite wrestler or like. <laughs> I, I think for me it's a bit cliche, but it, it has to be it has to be parents I think. Parents. Yeah. Okay. It has to be parents. Uh-huh. Uh, I think my my so. Okay. I'm a bit cheesy la.
0: No worries. Uh, I mean, like, so if your parents are watching, they will be really touched by mom, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. So
1: so my, my my dad is super from school of hard, knock, hard hard knocks. Okay. So he he uh he didn't take, go very far in his education. Okay. Uh, so he was one of the types where you know the old school parents mm-hmm. who was like just basically work your way up through just hard work and you know chasing people who can sort of give you experience. Correct. Uh, so if I recall right he, I think he went as far as like his old. Oh, yeah. But okay. then you know after like many, many, many years, like he moved to Hong Kong, came back to Singapore. Okay. Then he became the CEO of uh, of AXA reinsurance, AXA. CEO of AXA. <laughs> Holy you crap! Know. How, how, so AXA wow, I didn't know about that. So <laughs> okay. so I think that's sort of where like software sort of I learned like the. the you really have to just like fucking push yourself. Like don't 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 get set back by whatever. Yeah. Uh, my mom's a bit more, I guess, on the empathy side. Like you, you gotta like, you can't just sell a business based on what you want to sell them. Correct. Like, you need to understand what your, your target audience. Wants, what your, yeah. What you're, what you're, for us it's what our members want and also mm-hmm. what uh, what the show viewers want. Right. And I think both of them were very much like also um, take no shit lah, right? so yes. know, don't, don't take shit from people. Correct. That's super yeah. good advice I had. You know? <laughs> so, if, you, if you believe that you have a strong case for yourself, right, fucking fight for it man,
0: yeah. just make it All happen. Right. Like if you have a goal that you want, make sure you protect that goal. No yes. matter your family, your auntie, your uncle or whoever would ask you to give up, just get a 9 to 5 job or whatever, shift work and etc. By all means, if you want to follow, go ahead. But if you really want that goal and you know, you fucking know that you will definitely make that dream come true, then just go and do it. Because you only have one life to live as you. No one can live as you. Only you alone can live as yourself. So might as well you go and do it fully and make sure that it happens for you, right? So wow, I mean. Parents are really, really very empathetic, and also at the same time, they are the yeah. ones you know that will be there for you whenever mm-hmm. you're down. Yep. Uh, yep. Don't yep. don't say about your wife, your girlfriend, or boyfriend, things like that. They won't be there, but the ones who will be there all the time, most of the time, will be your parents eventually. But the wife is important too. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, your <laughs> wife. In, yeah. In, in case if she, your wife is watching and uh, you
1: know. Oh sorry. Oh no, sorry, sorry, please. okay, my bad. Okay, we'll keep that that mind. Sorry about yeah. that. We'll take it
0: off. <laughs> so if let's say right, um, your wife is uh, uh, unhappy, you know, she she will screw you up because uh, somehow rather you are, you are, I would say losing it in a sense, right? Hi mm. Wesley. Hi. So yeah, you you are actually you know wanting to give up and if you have a wife who's there who has always been there for you and you just decided to give up mm. damn that that will be a pain in the ass right it will be very painful for her as well and your family as well mm. and your future as well and yeah i mean so um wow well, that's that's really amazing i mean like mm-hmm. yeah your parents is is someone that you will never 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 ever let them down. Unless for certain cases, okay, certain family, they are always abusing you, then of course that's the other, the other thing, right? Please don't retire. <laughs>
1: who, say, who say anything about retiring?
0: <laughs> no, 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 Greg will okay, never I'll, retire. I'll, I'll yet. hang around for okay. another
1: Wrestler of the Year award. How's that? <laughs> Alright, Wrestler, Wrestler of the Year award. No pressure, Hussein. <laughs> okay. he's, he's, he's one of our biggest uh, uh, wrestling, local wrestling supporters, so he's, he's, wow. he's pretty massive. Wow. All right. Hi, Hi Wesley. Wesley. How's it going?
0: Yeah, Wesley is uh, an inspirational figure as well. He has been featured in many places um. in newspaper and everything. He he, he used uh, okay. So basically, this guy is actually ser- having cerebral palsy, and also at the same time, he uses his feet, both feet, to type out his book. Huh. And took him more than two years to finish the book, and it was out. and And he had a, group, a very great launch in Google and I went for it and he was very inspiring. He's a very inspiring guy and you guys should check him out as well. And yeah, I mean like, after saying all this right, uh, I would like to ask you right, you know, Grapple Max, WWE and all these uh, wrestlers and all, they all sometimes will have, they would would have been appearing on the billboard, right? Right. Yeah, okay, so if let's say you have your own billboard Okay. Okay. All uh, right. Yeah, anywhere, okay. any any anywhere you uh, want to place it. Okay. Yeah. Anything that you want to put it on. Okay. 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 What would it be
1: and why? So a bit of shameless self promotion here. <laughs> uh, so the, the wrestling fans who know me for a long time would know I always go by, I always go by the slogan "Better at life." Better <laughs> at life. Okay. <laughs> I haven't used that for a long time. Okay. All um, right. But for those who know me for a long time, I've been using that. Okay. Um, I think, but to to sort of translate that into uh, a more entrepreneurship slogan, mm-hmm. I would say yes, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, to make it more entrepreneurship focused, I think I'll change it to. Don't don't aim to be the best. Don't aim to be the best. Aim okay. to be better. Oh, nice. And I'm not saying because you don't want to be the best, right? Correct. But I'm saying if you aim to be the best, right? Like there's a high chance you're not going to be the best.
0: And you tend to fall because of your arrogance. Yeah and uh, you think too, much, th- yes. think too much of yourself, yes. things like that, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean, even, even if you're doing a race, right, like, like mm-hmm. um, you go back to, you know, like, 2.4 in, in the army, right? Correct. And I realized that my, my times were sucking so bad, Uh-huh. Uh, because, I think because I wasn't setting a goal for myself, right? Yeah. So then I realized when I switched to, I just want to beat that guy in front of me.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Then once you beat that guy, I will beat the next guy. Mm-hmm. Right. So on and so forth, right? Correct. Right. And then before you know it, right, like you're not thinking anymore about mm-hmm. how, how far the journey is. Correct. Right. right? You're thinking more about okay, like what's what's my next mm-hmm. obstacle. Yes. Yeah. Which goes back to just you just want to be better, right? So just just mm-hmm. target target an achievable goal first. Like mm-hmm. target an achievable goal first and, and get that. Correct. Right. And then keep being better. Yep. Right. And then before you know it, you might you can't guarantee it, but you might end up being the best in what you want to do.
0: Mm. True, true. Wow, that's <laughs> that's, for a that's, that's Does that very work? good man. I mean like uh, Nike has their just do it. Yeah I know. Adidas has their impossible is nothing and yeah. you have never be the best. Be no, not,
1: not not never be the best. Oh, that's, okay. a, that's, that's a little bit uh, self-defeating. Okay. Right. Don't, so don't aim, don't to, be aim to be the best. Yes.
0: Okay. Don't aim to be the best, but be better. Yes. 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 Wow. That's that's amazing. And <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean I try. Wow. So since you said all this, right, mm. then what is legacy to you then? Because over here, this show is most mostly is about legacy. legacy. Gary Vee mm. has shared about his legacy. Mm. Dr. Patrick Liu and so many other renowned speakers, mm. entrepreneurs mm. in Singapore and worldwide have already mm. yeah.
1: shared it. So yeah. what's yours? I think, well, big question. <laughs> 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 um, I, think, I think if you look at legacy as something you're gonna leave behind, yep. um, I think it's, it's very hard to say, like, you know, what, mm-hmm. what do you want your legacy to be? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's very hard to sit down and say, like, this is what it's going to be from now on. I think yeah. for me, I've been very fortunate to, to have, you know, through a mixture of chance and, and, and I guess hard work, to have mm-hmm. come across this, this pro wrestling industry where, where I have built, you know, with my co founder something which resonates with my customers and yep. people want to come back and see more of and I think we're very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. So I think if you look at that as the legacy then I think we're just beginning mm-hmm. with what we want to do right. So we've been around, um, hi there, so, so, so we've been around now coming to two and a half years. Right? Yep. Um, but I would think we've, we've barely scratched the surface so we're probably at about 10% of what we want to achieve. Definitely. Yeah, so I we got right. a long way to go right. So yep. I think the, the key thing for us is going back to the whole actor analogy, artist mm-hmm. analogy right? So. Or, or even pole dance, right? Again, 10 years ago, pole dance was, was such a new concept. People oh, right. were like, oh, this is a shady, uh, uh, sleazy sort of dance. And now yeah. it's everywhere, right? You've got five, six dan- uh, pole dance schools around Singapore. Oh, right. And so I think it's the same thing for wrestling, right? We want to see, you know, you look at Evolve and MMA, you know, one championship, you know, and their domestic investment, for example, right?
0: Oh, yes. And, and
1: so the thing is, you know, why, why can't you do the same for, for pro wrestling? You know, We've been around two years on super minimal marketing budget, right? Mm. Super minimal. Uh, uh, starting capital as well, right? Mm-hmm. And we've now got forty, forty-five, you know, paying regular customers. Yeah. We have our churn is super low. Our take up is is getting there, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the key thing from here on out is to keep building that, that base. Yes. Get get more people, right? If you're watching this, right? Get more people into wrestling, right? Yes. If you're not in Singapore, right? Go to your local wrestling school. See what they do, right? Support yep. your local wrestling company. Nice. right? But for us, you know, come and come and try it, not because you want to be a wrestler, but because. You're looking for a lifestyle option, yes. you know? And then when more people do that, right? Mm-hmm. Then number one, obviously, we survive. We mm-hmm. can survive longer, right? At the same time, we're building the industry, yes. right? Because again, in Singapore, if I tell you, hey, uh, quit your job and become a pro wrestler, no one's <laughs> going to do that, right? No one's gonna Sorry, do that. going to, right? But if I say, hey, just just do this as a lifestyle, right? If you go if you go for spinning, if you go for yoga, if you go for uh, MMA, you go for Krav Maga, right? If these, are, if these are all like lifestyle choices for you, right? Mm-hmm. Why not pro wrestling? Right. so then try it from there first and yes. then if along the way because we're doing a good job because you like the experience because you like how it makes you feel about yourself right? mm-hmm. maybe you want to try and become a performer mm-hmm. then in that way we are generating people who understand the culture mm-hmm. and also want to become a performer, a and, then, performer. Yeah, and then we feed yeah. back to the industry as well Mm-hmm. Right? You you create quality products, you know, in, in this case performance, right? Mm-hmm. You generate more demand for the shows. Yes. Then the shows generate profit. Correct. Then you can begin paying back your show, your show crew, right? Yep. Your performance, your show crew. Yes. Right? And then that goes back to the whole industry. Correct. So I think we're, we're so early to the point where I think we're very lucky to be able to cover all our costs, right? So our rental, wow. our manpower, all that is covered in two and a half okay. years. So we're very pleased with that. Um but I think the next step is we have to look at the industry. Mm-hmm. Right? Get more people in. What what are the established sports here doing that we are not, you know? mm-hmm. So we're trying very hard. We're the first company in Singapore to get a uh, pro wrestling company in Singapore to get National Arts Council funding. Oh, right. So we're going okay. down the arts. We're going down nice. the sports side, you know. So what we need now is to just get more people doing this. Yes. Get correct. more people talking yeah. about it, and you know, even you know, even uh, card you know, video Facebook lives like these are super helpful because they help us get the word out correct. that this is happening. Yes. So I think that's that's the main thing for us. Mm-hmm. We want to create a safe space. Correct. I think it's a bit rambly I guess, but create a safe place, safe place, yeah. where people can come and experience wrestling, mm-hmm. right? And also in a safe environment. Yes. You know? Cause like, yeah. if you look at wrestling around the, around the, can I talk about this? Is it very, is it too insider? No worries, okay. just, just talk about it. If you look well, at wrestling around the region, right? So there are plenty of promotions coming up around the region, plenty sorry. of India, Bangkok, Malaysia, Hong Kong, uh, yeah. Okay. But the thing is, There isn't any kind of regulation right now, right? Yeah, there isn't. Let's say you entrust your kid to me Mm -hmm. in my wrestling company. Yeah. I send your kid off to wrestle in Country X, right? Mm -hmm. What guarantee do I give you that he's going to wrestle someone who is safe, (laughs) who's been been trained properly? No, not
0: not really. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, right. So I think this is
1: a super long game for us. It's a very long goal for us, but we really want to establish eventually Similar to how you know in Muay Thai, there's safety regulations. Yes. In every sport, safety regulations, be, yes. right? So why yes. not in pro wrestling? It's so ridiculous, right? <laughs> so we can't say, hey, all of Asia, we're going to make it safe from now on, mm-hmm. right? No. But we can say, hey, in this Grapple Max universe, we focus on strict syllabus, strict discipline, right? Respect, mm-hmm. safety. Correct. Right. If you violate any of these, right, right, you're out of our culture, right? You're Correct. not. You're not understanding what we're trying to build. Yes. And hopefully, if this if this gets taken up mm-hmm. by other promotions by other even other similar sports yep. who are looking for a, a, a proxy, a parallel, mm-hmm. right? Then I think that's legacy to us. Yeah, correct. Yeah. True. Wow, well, I mean
0: this this legacy mm. it's something very unique from the others. Because yeah. Yeah. for yours Maybe. it's more of building your brand and building your company as well and promoting professional wrestling. Yeah. Not just yep. as not just as a hobby, but yep. also as an art itself, because yep. it's something like kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. MMA, things yep. like that. So you can make it into a lifestyle as well. Yeah. And wow. So.
1: Yeah. And it, and because we've seen we've seen the benefit it brings mm-hmm. to people who get involved in wrestling. Yeah. You know wh- whether whether you are whether you want to be a wrestler or not, mm-hmm. and especially those who are not into wrestling. Yeah. But they still come in, right? And they come in almost three, four times a week. Wow. Right? And they love the community, right? They see their fitness goals get reached, yep. right? And they like the confidence part.
0: Nice. This is probably
1: one of the very few sports, right? Okay. Where you get fit, but you're also playing a character. Correct. Right. If you're a good guy, you got to be a good guy. If you're Correct. a bad guy, you got to play a bad guy. Yeah. Right? That that's very interesting. Right. There are yeah. Very few sports like this, mm-hmm. right? So I think this is what we need people to know about. Mm-hmm. Right. It's super unique, and we have seen the benefits happen yes. to people who are real people, you know, and real benefits.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I mean, I've seen my friend, this guy. Yes, you know Showtime Exactly. <laughs> Showtime. He <laughs> has become more fitter and mm-hmm. more resilient after all the slams and hard knocks. Okay, mm-hmm. not to scare you. It's <laughs> not scary. Yeah, not scary. No worries. Because it's safe. All right. And yeah, I mean, like, wow. And talking about all this, right? Do you have any advice for those who are watching right now or who are oh. tuning in right now? Any advice for those who are aspiring to be an entrepreneur? Not a wrestler, but okay. an entrepreneur itself?
1: Um, I, I think it goes back to the to the billboard that we talked about earlier. So yes. I think, I think you, you gotta set you gotta set goals for yourself. Okay. Um set 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 realistic. Goals that are just slightly out of reach. Yes. So don't don't aim. Don't aim too far. Correct. Yeah, I think make, make it make it aspirational, make it reachable first.
0: Yeah, and um, then once you reach it and then yes. you feel it's easier to grasp on it and yeah. then you can go higher and yeah. higher and further and further.
1: But also always have a plan B.
0: Always have a plan B. Always have a plan B. Just okay. in case. Just in case if you were to not say fail, but just in case if you were to have any uh, mishap, any uh, mm obstacles that's causing you to not able to go into plan A smoothly, yep. right? Okay, so for me, what I believe is you can have plan B and also at the same time, okay, make sure that you're, while you're doing your plan B, make sure your plan A doesn't, doesn't leave your mark. Meaning to say that your plan A is your original goal that you always wanted to do. So you have some strategy to actually execute so that you can go f- Beyond where you were, maybe one year ago, two years ago, when you were actually having certain obstacles that caused you to not be able to reach plan yeah. A. Yeah. yeah. So right. yeah, have plan B, plan C, plan D, plan all the way until plan Z. But of course, make sure that you have your plan A, original plan, in mind because mm. you will still want to go and achieve that. Yeah. So wow, I mean, that's 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 amazing, and <laughs> that's a very good advice for everyone. That's Listening, watching as well. Okay, so hi to all of you for watching and thank you for all the hearts and love. Yeah. So one last question. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's happening next for Grapple Max? Is okay. there going to be any events or something?
1: All the time. All the time. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I think there's okay, two things. So two things. Masters, please uh, yes. be
0: prepared for burnout again. Uh, just no, burnout. <laughs> no, we, 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 no Just kidding. We fixed just all kidding. all that last year. Just kidding. Just go, kidding. Go
1: back half an hour. You see that. Yeah. correct. Um, What's happening next? So I think there's two things to talk about. I think number one is from short-term point of view. So we have yep. a- an event coming up uh, here in Juchet at our dojo. Okay. It's happening on 11th May. 11th May. Yes. yes. So early bird tickets at $15 have sold out. So yep. we are now onto our advanced tickets, which are at $20. Ah, okay. Uh, $20. We're flying down a couple of friends from Bangkok to be on this show as well. Bangkok. Wow. Yes. Okay. Um, cool. So this is what we do on a on a on a every two months basically so there's okay. one 11th may there's one coming up 27th july july so if you okay. can't catch the May one make sure you are there for the july one. yes uh, otherwise there is lots of stuff happening from now to end of the year uh-huh. Uh one more thing from a business standpoint is so the next step for us as a business yes we're also in talks to seek uh, angel investment angel investors yes. wow so, so okay. we're already cool. in talks i think um, we're at the stage now we're trying to figure out like um i think we need to unlock i think we're at a point where we can see the ceiling coming up based on the current nice. the current uh, the current capital mm-hmm. so we're trying to find okay what's the next step from that. okay uh, we've got our projections down so now it's a case of okay how do we unlock yep. marketing manpower and i think one issue we have is always from a labor standpoint labor standpoint I think because okay. it's, such, it's such a it's such a skilled, it's such a skill intensive mm-hmm. job I, I can't just create a wrestling trainer out of the blue so we have to you know generate more students generate more trainers uh, we even got invited to open a second branch uh, in Singapore Whoa. already, right? So I, th- I think wow. that's in the pipeline, wow. but okay. a little bit early. Yep. If anybody out there is looking to invest in a pro wrestling company, which is not necessarily a high yield tech company, but we work very hard, then <laughs> please come and find me. Sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> we
0: will s- uh, type in the links and everything in comment section below yes, later please. on in terms of. Incredible the uh Drupal Max event and also at the same time where you can connect with him as well. Mm-hmm. It's all there. So yeah, I mean yes. like wow, thanks um, so much. Yes,
1: we, we, we love collaboration. So just how so we yeah. mentioned, we've collaborated yeah. with, uh, we've, we have done a pole dance collaboration. So we have had a pole dancer perform <laughs> a pole dance routine as part of her wrestling as part of a wrestling match but for yeah. her pro dancing event okay, so we've done interesting. that we've done we've done poetry wrestling collaboration Correct. So imagine live poetry synchronised with live wrestling we've done that yep. we are looking into doing a few more arts festivals next year so if you mm-hmm. are looking to collaborate we're doing that too yep. so anything that you think could pro wrestling could colour your industry with we want to do that
0: yeah definitely and mm-hmm. if you want to get hold of Greg as well can message him as well yeah, I can call him. Okay, message him, and also at the same time, I would like to end this with. For all those who are watching, thank you so much for being a really supporter. You thank know, you guys, you are very, awesome. very supportive of uh, this show as well, and I hope I have been giving you guys a lot, a lot of value through all these interviews and all my knowledge as well, and also at the same time, don't forget if you have always had a dream. Please do not do not do not do not let it go. Have other strategies along the way and then after that go back to the same one as you always wanted to do. Okay, so with that I would like to thank each and every one of you for watching this and listening to this. So take care. Okay, have a great weekend ahead. See Thanks you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to The Ragsy Show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it has added value to you. And stay tuned for more. Take care. Ciao.